Blog Talk Radio. Five, four, three, two, one, go. Good morning, good morning, good morning all. Welcome to another game day edition of Football Fan Rush Radio. It's your host, Cass. Yes, it's me. I'm here. I'm under the weather, so I'm going to need a lot more help from co-hosts Mike and Michael, and they are on the line with us. Good morning, guys. Good morning. Good morning. How are everybody doing? That's a tackle this Chicago weather. It was warm last week, and now it's hot. Yes, so. Chicago, you Raiders fans, welcome. Enjoy our weather. We don't know what it's going to mm-hmm. be day to day, and now you feel our pain. So welcome, guys. Happy game day Sunday, and welcome to week four. What's going on? You guys excited? Oh, yes, I'm definitely <laughs> excited. Who's that? I guess not. Yeah. What's wrong, Mike? I'm a Bears fan. That's all I, I got to say. Uh... <laughs> I'm a Bears fan. Whoa. I'm going to stay a Bears fan. Ain't, ain't nothing going to take me away from being a Bears fan. But, oh, I'm still a Bears fan. Well, since, <laughs> well, since you're a Bears fan, what we should do, I think, we should kick the show off with getting a few things out of the way so we can really talk Bears. Not only have the Bears made quite a few changes in the last week, they're still looking to make quite a few more changes with even more big names. So we're going to start it off, and we're going to get a couple teams out of the way. We're going to kick it off. We're going to kick off the show with Green Bay. Green Bay. Well, actually, we have I know I didn't start off, off with Bay, saying but... happy game. I, I, I know I kicked it off with saying happy game day Sunday, but there have been some fans, and one of them is listening to us, who've been up for quite some time. So already underway overseas, the Jets and the Dolphins are getting it in. And there's a score oh, update. Gosh. The Miami Dolphins looked a little sad for a moment, like they were really caught in the time zone loop. But they figured it out. And right now the Dolphins are sitting at 7, the Jets are sitting at 13. So for those of you that have been up for quite a while, here's your second second time of the day hearing Happy Game Day Sunday. So now we shoot back over to the Packers matchup today. And as far as the NFC North goes, the Packers are sitting atop of the NFC North division. And when it comes to QBs, there's no way you can talk about the top five QBs in this league today without mentioning Aaron Rodgers. So what I want to, you know, oh, go ahead, because Mike's ready. Let it all help. <laughs> Namaste. Namaste. What would you like to say about the Packers? Oh, no, I wasn't saying nothing. Aaron Rodgers, I mean, shoot, as much as I dislike the Packers, Aaron Rodgers is the best quarterback in the NFL, in my opinion. I wish they would get him a better offensive line because with them, we'd really get to see how good he is. He's doing this good without an offensive line. He's amazing. I kind of almost I kind of almost nothing negative to say about Aaron Rodgers. Nothing negative. 
Right. He's an arrogant so then there are <laughs> but 50... that's that's a different story. <laughs> but uh, I get, I I've met him. The only I get that I know who who I did meet and get that from, but. Hey, Jay Collins is an arrogant prick, too. I didn't say that he wasn't one. He might be a bigger arrogant prick. But every, and and this is, I've heard this from players that play with him, play against him. They commonly say it about him, but when you win, you get over it. <laughs> so Yeah, you kind of have to. He's doing his job. Shoot, I don't, and I guarantee you, if Jay Cutler was winning, and we had been to the playoffs, and we had won a bunch of division championships. I don't think fans would care how much arrogance came out of Jay Cutler. Jay Cutler's a bigger yeah, arrogant you're, prick. You're, you're <laughs> absolutely fibbing because you're in Chicago, and you're a Chicago fan, so please stop. I don't care if they <laughs> and win another Super Bowl. You know how Chicago fans are, and they will find fault with it. So going yeah, into uh, the matchup, that's a different that's a different story. We gonna find fault for the sake of finding fault, but that's a different story. Right. So, but you can't. <laughs> but then that negates. So the Packers match up against the Forty ers and the Forty ers There was a fluke at the very beginning of the season. The Forty ers um, looked like in Game One that they had it all together, despite the mass exodus between players and coaches and suspensions and everything else they had going on. Yes, ladies and gentlemen, I'm gonna call it a fluke because actually. The Vikings had no idea what was going on, so the 49ers just went ahead and took advantage of that. They have been exposed, and now they go up against Green Bay. And I don't think any team should ever take another team lightly, but does it seem like Green Bay is going to walk in here and sort of think, oh, it's just the 49ers, and might get a little bit of a shock? Well, Or do we really think it's going to be a beat down? I think they have the same... I think they have the same opportunity to, you know, if they approach it like they approach the Bears, you know, at the end of the season, then we'll probably see the same type of game where they come out kind of slow and then it kind of gets going with them. Um, but if, I don't think that they're I – I don't really see them taking the 49ers lightly, even though their, you know, record is what it is and they've got some weaknesses. You know, you still have Colin Kaepernick at the helm. Uh, Kaepernick, I'm sorry. Um, you know, and he still has a, a decent supporting cast. So I don't, I don't, I doubt very seriously going there. Like, ah, oh, it's just a 49ers. We can win this. You know, as we all know, as football fans and just sports fans, period. You know, anything can happen. And then, you know, in, in this case, just like the movie on any given Sunday, you know, it could be a win or a loss for either team. But I, I do believe it would be a good game. I, I can't see that. You know, I'm just looking at the stats now. And, you know, when they line up, if you line, like we used to say last year, you know, when you look at them on paper, you know, they don't look that good. But I don't think that's indicative of what their capabilities are as a team. But they're also on a two-game losing streak, so who knows? <laughs> they're on a two-game imploding streak. Like, losing streak is yeah. one thing, to implode is another. <laughs> You're right. <laughs> you are right. I'm definitely, I mean, I'm rolling with the Packers for this one. It doesn't take away from um, my fandom, but Aaron Rodgers is just a bad man. Like, I think he could pull somebody out the stands and kill in the Super Bowl. That would, be, that would be a cool NFL challenge. Y'all listen, people? Fan gets to play a game. Right. 
and and the fan and the fan's full name is Cassandra. <laughs> just, just in case y'all were looking for one that can actually play the game and catch the ball, you know, I got this. Mike, you there? Mike? Yeah, I'm here. Mike? I'm just, I'm here. You have nothing else to say? Because, you know, in our meeting, you had a little bit more to say than what you said. Yeah, you know, like, you, you know, know talking we, like we they said, were just playing no, to be said, playing, and like, they didn't have you know, a reason to, to be it. playing, and, yeah, you know, you to, felt um, like they didn't have anything to play can for. And, can you hear me? Yeah. We, we can hear That's the rising wildlife. Well, now, 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 now you all want to allow me to speak. Oh, okay. Thanks. Appreciate that. Uh, well, what I was going to say about today's game, I do think the Packers are going to win. I actually don't think that the CD um, game is going to be as bad as last game for the Packers. Now, uh, the Packers have a better offense than uh, Cardinals do go there because uh, the 49ers are going to put on, but I don't uh, the package defense with it. Uh, right. So, 9 6 6 15 6 6 26 6 are not going to happen. Uh, at least uh, Colin Kaepernick hopes hope that many 6 6 6 don't happen. Because uh, with Tyron Mathau and Patrick Peterson are not waiting in the waiting in the brushes for uh, bad passes in the same way. So with that being said, I do think it's going to be. I do think the Packers are going to kick their behind. I just don't think it will look as bad as it did last week. And what you all were alluding to, I do think the Packers are a good thing. I do think they're probably in the top three or four teams in the NFL. Just don't feel that fire. I don't feel that fire from the Packers right now. I feel like the Patriots are playing with a mission, whether it's good or a bad mission, they're playing with a mission. I feel like they come out. And uh, I feel like uh, the Cardinals are out there trying to prove we should have been better. We lost our first and second string quarterback. I feel like even the Carolina Panthers, without as good of a record as the Packers, they're out there saying we want to show that we should be mentioned in the top five list. So I feel like the Packers are a good team. Okay. Like they're, with, with, they're out with, there with, with everything that, that you just, With everything that you just said, the Packers have not stopped being on any of those missions. What what do they need to prove, honestly, right now? We understand, like you it's said, not we that understand they need to prove the anything. They're trying to, but that's what you it's said. Not that they so need to prove like, anything. I just... I I I know I didn't say they needed to prove anything. I just don't feel it from them. It's just like okay, they're winning because they're good. Well, and they're well, okay. Well, um, I mean, look at who they played. Like what they were supposed to go all out for that. Like they haven't even had real. Today will probably be their first real. Well, no, they're playing the Forty Nine ers. I was gonna say real competition when that mind state changes as you get closer to the postseason. So right now they are just like you said, playing solid, good football. They don't have. They don't have to turn on that end of the season mission mode. I mean, even when we look at what's going on in the division, no, you don't take any any other team lightly, but. 
they're not playing like they've taken any other team lately. The only team that, and they won the season opener, but the only other team that probably, you know, we thought would have been a better game was against the Bears. But still, they're not out there. I don't think they're out there playing games and taking teams lightly. And I do think they have a a mission. Like, every team goes out on the field to get to the Super Bowl, to get to the postseason, at least win more games than they won last year. Like, every team has a mission. Because if they didn't, what happened in game one against the Bears wouldn't have affected them. Like, they walked away with a W, but they were pissed. They thought they played garbage football. Right. And they and they and felt like, like said, if, if this is how we're going to play, then. But, um, I mean. I, I agree the Bears may have woke them up. I agree that to that. But I don't feel like they I mean, have that fire. Like, we don't know if they were asleep. <laughs> okay. I don't know. I think they got some fire. I mean, look at James Jones. Look at how he's catching these passes. Individuals having fire doesn't. Individuals having fire does not equate to the team having fire. I don't know if I this if I agree with that. Okay. And the reason being is because if you have one or two two players who are on fire. And as we say, that's the that's sometimes the spark that you need for the rest of the team to get on board. It is. So oh it, no, I, I you know, I'm so you can have wrong on that. A good captain you know, or so, good captains or good leaders in the locker room can can bring the fire for the whole team. I just don't feel like that it's there right now. Because they're a great team. I think, but, wait a minute. I think but, you all are mis. I think you all are uh, misreading what I'm saying. I think they're a great team. I think they're a good team. Just because they're a good – right now I think they're just winning because they're better. But that's, that's the point. I, I thought okay. it was. Is that the point? That, that is the point, team? but – Never mind. I know. I was just asking for clarification, man, for real. Yeah, <laughs> that's, that's – I, <laughs> That's all I'm asking no, for I think you, clarification I think of what you, you're saying. No, I think you all got it, but I think you all disagree no, with I me don't. and you all are trying to I, pull, I pull, pull. Okay. You don't get it, and if you don't get it, I'm probably not going to get you to get it. I'm not trying to get you to agree with me, and, I just, and I'm not going to agree with you all. I don't feel that fire no, from it's not, it's, right now. We're, it's, it's, we're not even talking we're about agreement. We're not looking for agreement. I we just like, didn't understand your statement. About. That's what I was saying. Like that's why I asked you for clarification. Because basically, what what what, uh, okay, it, what me, it sounded me, like, and me, it, it's, it's okay. Go ahead. Go ahead. Let me read. Let me uh, let me try to answer with the question. Do you feel that fire coming out of New England? I think New England was like New England always was. Okay, that's how you feel. Okay, I feel like they're playing with a mission. And I feel like they really want to show the world that we are as good as we say we are. That's what well, I feel like is coming out. And that's what I feel like have, is coming out of. But they also have, you know, a little controversy to overcome, you know, with the whole yeah, right. play gay thing. You know, so, yeah, I mean, it's like, yeah, it's not so much of, it. it in my opinion, if, if they were on a mission, as you it would be more to say, okay, well, we don't have to deflate balls, y'all. We can go ahead no, and do I'm, this, and, and and you know. But they, but what is New England? Man, they the, the reason for their mission is not my point. 
the reason for their mission is not my point. They're playing with the mission. Um, and you don't or think, even, and I, and you and don't I feel like even, and you, and you feel like, and, and what you're saying is you feel like Green Bay is just kind of like coasting along rather than playing no, with the I'm mission. Not, uh, I'm asking. I feel like, yeah, I feel like Green Bay's only mission is okay. It's the same mission that every team wants if they want the Super Bowl, but they, they, other than the Super Bowl, they feel like we don't have anything to prove. Wow. And for example, for example, uh, for example. I'll I'll pick Michael Jordan, Michael Jordan and or Kobe Bryant. Michael Jordan and Kobe Bryant would, would create reasons in their own head, like we gonna prove we this good, even though they were already known to be that good. They didn't they didn't sit around and say I'm this good. They they came up with another excuse in their head every time, every game, every year. I have to go out here and prove this. I feel like Green Bay has no. I don't feel that fire coming out of Green Bay now. James Jones. When he came back, he said, oh, i got to prove to the rest of the league, like, y'all shouldn't have let me go. I should have been getting knocked on. I should have gotten people knocking on my door every time. Green Bay is good. And just being good is why they're is why they're, they're 3-0 and right now. But I, I don't feel that fire coming off of Green Bay. And it's, people, it, it might be coming off like I don't respect them. Oh, I completely respect them. It's because I respect them that I expect more. Well, so then the next team up, so so you think the Packers are going to beat the 49ers today? Yeah, I think they're going to beat the 49ers. I mean, I'm, I don't even think it's going to be any competition. Yeah, I think it's going to look ugly. I think the 49ers are who we thought they were, and game one was an anomaly, and and they decided they wanted – it almost came out like the 49ers came out with something to prove in game one, and they felt like they proved it. Now we can go back to being horrible again. Wow. <laughs> yeah. The opinions right now being expressed on the show are the opinions of Mike Mason. <laughs> Good. So, they I, do that, not my or any of his other employees or sponsors. Oh, yeah. Other than game one. All right. And everybody was shocked Everybody was shocked. was like, well, maybe 49ers aren't that bad. Game two and game three were like, no, oh, they really no, are that bad. I, no, I, no, more people were a little worried about the team that they played against since there was supposed to be an AP effect in they looked at Teddy Bridgewater and everything else going on and the amount of missed tackles in the secondary, and they were like, but y'all were supposed to come out here and be the truth, and the 49ers were supposed to be a good matchup, and y'all were supposed to get the W. So it wasn't so much that the 49ers looked great, it's just the Vikings looked horrible, like terrible. No, like, no, yeah, that game, that were, game they, did not look, they did not look great at all. So the Vikings, they Teddy looked, Bridgewater they, they didn't even know so what was going on, like, he held the ball for like a whole like oh, no, lunch Vikings, period or something looked, one time. Like I the was Vikings, the Vikings looked bad. Don't get me wrong. I am one that will. I'm not saying that the 49ers look good, but what I am saying is in that game they came out looking like we're not as bad as you think we are, and they did play the Vikings. I mean, the 49ers did play like they came out to prove we're not that bad. We won't, we will not fall off the cliff the way you think we will. 
And they came out to show, yes, the world, we're not going to be this 0-16 team this year. Now, 1-15, that might be a different story because they look bad. <laughs> I mean, they're, they're, I think it's going to be about three teams that are going to be fighting for that number one draft pick. And the Bears, the Niners, and Miami look like they want to be in that bottom of the list. <laughs> and Jacksonville ain't came out of the bottom of that list. So that 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 might be the bottom four teams right there. And we got another team you know in what? the division. We got another like, team in the division that we're going to talk about in a few minutes. So apparently there are 31 <laughs> teams in the league because nobody even talks about the Lions. And that's the nice <laughs> conversation. And that's sort of like what I posted. Like we were giving the Lions hope in the offseason. I definitely was. Uh, well, I, see I think exactly we all what were. the front you all were. has I done, did. and you know, well, Mike, Mike, yeah, I, Mike was wasn't really giving them that much, and uh, I, I wasn't on the bandwagon. I have to enough. concede. I have to concede that he was, you know, he was right. He was on to something this year with them because uh, they look horrible. It's, it almost looks like it almost looks like because uh, I'll say this much. All three of us said the the Lions have a good coaching staff. All three of us said that. And it feels like mm, the Lions made a conscious decision that we're not going to listen to our coaches this year. And we talked about how – well, I talked about I don't know if their discipline is there yet. And you all talked about how, well, these, the coaching staff is not going to let them not uh, come out there looking looking bad. Well, I don't feel like they've listened to their coach. No, we didn't say that. We said that we can tell that they are a disciplined team now, and they are disciplined. They no, no. just haven't been able to. Two different types. I think there's two different types of discipline, and I said this before. There's the type of discipline to where you won't come out there being a knucklehead, and I agree, they, they're not knuckleheads anymore. And then there's the other type of discipline, of discipline enough of following through on what the plans are. I still don't think they've reached that level of discipline. Well, that's, okay, that's well, more execution I, I than never, anything. Right. I, I never talked you know. about that second discipline. Um, the only discipline was my concern was if you're going to be focused enough to understand what the coaching staff is trying to get through your heads to come out and play the game, even if you don't end up with a W, let me see that you can actually, like, like Michael was saying, like execute what we're trying to put out there. So I never weighed on as it being two different types of discipline. Once that gets you focused, whether we get a W or not, let me see that you're focused and you can follow these instructions and we can go out and have a decent season or some kind of season or say that we played or get the W. And that's, they were just all over the place before. They were just like like a little league league running wild, like, ah, somebody get a sugar. <laughs> and that's how – they Cass were, got them out there playing killer man football. They really were. They were like, just uh, grab his kneecap. Like, they were just all over the place. And oh, so wow. now they actually have a structure and discipline to their play. Unfortunately, it's not it's working. The, it's, it's, it's right. And it's, 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 it's almost like it's diminished their tenacity somewhat because right. yeah, we're going to – it's the like, calming okay, effect well, we works have... well on certain teams, but 
It's almost that like this who come now. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it, it, it's true, like, very true. It's like it's we have yeah. work. Oh well, hey. Yeah. Uh, there he goes. <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> we ran my again. That's the next game. To play. Even in, we get paid on Tuesday. Even in that like, season, you that know. you know what I'm saying? It's like, yeah, we're here. Even though. in the 0 16 season, they look like they were mad that they went after each game they lost. And this season, after the first three losses, they're like, oh, we lost. Right. They're like, oh, we, oh, we play Seattle. That we're not gonna win. We're not. Um, anybody want to go out for pizza? I'm bringing for Papa hey, man, what, like, it's just hey, like man, their whole attitude, This is like, it's like, right, like, and they have some diehard fans that are waiting for them to just break out and see the Lions. And they are literally they play Seattle this week, and we already know that Marshawn Lynch is a game time decision. You know, so we don't know. Yeah, whether or not he'll play, but I don't even think going up against the Lions that he's a factor. Like I think the I'll Lions have defeated much. themselves. I think uh, yeah. uh, the home stadium for Detroit is often called the Lions' den, and uh, I think the fans are in the Lions' den. The question is, did the team show up to the Lions' den? I don't think so. I think they're at Papa John's. Pizza. <laughs> <laughs> Oh my God! <laughs> <laughs> I, don't think, I don't think they're there. Wow! I'm just, I'm just being honest. They they want another round. <laughs> and it's it's crazy. And it's crazy because it's all you know. It's so obvious when you look. It's like just still like yeah. Hmm. Ooh. So, you going to throw me the ball? Yeah, I, I might catch it. Go ahead. We'll see what happens. <laughs> and uh, not not to be silly, uh, we've talked about certain wide receivers this year, namely Julio Jones, Larry Fitzgerald. We've talked about Steve Smith Sr. Has anybody mentioned the Calvin Johnson this year? Yes, yes. Whenever he, whenever he gets stretched out on the field, we do mention him. Uh, okay, so in other good. words, not so much. <laughs> right. Well, what's the legend? I mean, uh, he's had some pretty good catches. He's, he's had some pretty good catches. Um, right now, the even Joyke Bell, we don't even talk about Joyke, and I don't even think Joyke's going to play um, in the game against the Seahawks. But they just haven't looked like the team that we're used to seeing. Outside of Amir Abdullah, who looks absolutely amazing, they're just, not even now. If we want to talk about teams with fire, I don't know. I'm with you guys. I vote for giving them sugar again because they absolutely have no fire, and they are playing like they they're they're like running around like we, we you know at this point we're just playing because we're here when it's the vision they gave us some teams to go up against. I want that to change. I really want to feel like because Matt Stafford has worked his butt off to become a very good QB, especially for them. And I really yeah. want to see that change. I, I really want to see more competitiveness. And, and I was shocked. While we were all shocked by game one between the Vikings and the 49ers, I was more shocked at the lead that the Lions gave up and lost to the Chargers. I, I couldn't believe it. How do you go almost three quarters with a 20-3 to three lead? And then when they turn it on to play football, y'all like, oh, they playing football. Like, I'm out of here. Like, oh, I just got up. They, they've got um, 
It's like that to me. Their competition level has been just totally calmed down. It's uh, like, oh, I don't want to use this phrase because there are, you know, I don't, I don't, ADHD is very serious. But it's almost like you you calm a person down, but they're just too calm, like way too calm. Like their whole competitiveness. It's like you gave them water and marijuana at the same time, and they're like, Jules, you know what? They are running at us. We gonna move away. <laughs> Move right. We're gonna slide over. If one of y'all catches you holler and I'll help you out. Like it's just they're way too calm. Yeah. I wanna whatever. see that lion's fire. It's like, you know, whatever and you don't know if they're doing meditation practices before the game and just getting too relaxed or it's yeah, I mean it, is... it's it, it's like <laughs> I mean it's, they got they got this it's like watching everything. <laughs> I think they're in a broken marriage, and they need to go get their people back. Mike, are you there? (laughs) Oh, I'm here. We have killed Mike. I think they're in a broken marriage. You know how, like, when we were in high school and we would see, like, relationships break up, and they would try to play like they really liked the other person that they thought they wanted, but they didn't, and then by homecoming, like, the couple was back together. We just need to go get in Dominican's suit, because what is he doing in Miami? Nothing. And where's Nick Fairley? Like, we just just put them all back together. Just put the family back together, you're saying, huh? Put them all back together. I mean, literally, I'm watching Miami game, right? And everybody kept talking about how... Everybody kept talking about how Dominican Sue mixed with Cameron Wake was going to be the greatest thing since sliced bread. We haven't seen that yet. No, but sliced bread is pretty good, though. You know what? I just figured out how we can describe the Detroit Lions play. They're playing like they're depressed. Well, they got reason to be depressed. (laughs) (laughs) They got reason to be depressed. Oh, I I don't have anything. Uh, Straight up, they feel I mean, like they're depressed. With the exception of that one thing, their family, they broke up their family. They missing their boy. I know. You know, and then he, then he went to go Miami, and he like, man, this ain't what I thought it was. Grass ain't green over here. Uh, I really miss my, I really miss home. They, they depressed. Straight up, I mean, they are. <laughs> I don't even have any. I mean, as much as Miami. As much as uh, Miami is a is a pre is a pop Warner high school and college football state, I don't feel like Miami is a great professional football state. It hasn't been since the seventies. And Marino was great in the eighties. Well, I, I mean, it's too much to I do in Miami. So, no, great. Dan Marino was great in the eighties. Super, uh, super oh. throwing the ball to Super Duper is great. But literally, I don't feel like Miami in general is a great sports town for pro sports. But so they've done that. well, though. But they've done because well. Like you really can't say that because they have a definite history. You know. Yeah, they I do. mean, it's it's just, you know, it's. But no, it, the organization. Well, so, but how much anybody from the state of Florida that's listening, and you are anywhere in Dade County, apparently it is your fault that the Lions no longer have any tenacity. Oh no, I'm not talking about the Lions. <laughs> <laughs> you have power, but that's a whole. Miami, 
Okay, that's just my my tangent on Miami and the, uh, the fans and the way they treat their 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 organizations. Because all of the organizations in Miami are good organizations. But let's get back to Detroit. Detroit well, needs before, a whole lot back. They need a whole lot back. And, and like you said, uh, getting that relationship back with uh, Indomit and Sue that might be a start. But I hate I hate to say it. Even if they got Sue back. I feel like they're so far gone that I think we hit the nail on the head when we said that calming effect of this coaching staff may have calmed them down too much. That madness and that craziness, it's like, you know when you got that one person on the team, wherever sport it is, they come out screaming like, yeah, I'm psycho. Like they don't have that anymore. It's like okay. <laughs> All right. Damn. You gotta play really so long. You throw your plate away okay. with your Papa John's pizza. <laughs> it's not football. what you hear. Matter of fact, I got I got I got a perfect example. If you're of a certain age, there was a there was a movie that had. That had named the Wildcats, and I feel like um, while everybody is rapping in the NFL, the Detroit Lions are Goldie Hawn saying football. <gasps> oh wow! Oh, <laughs> oh. <laughs> oh wow! But I guarantee you, Mike and his fans will know exactly what I'm talking about. Oh, wow. <laughs> but do you, do you all disagree? I know what you're talking about. So, no. with that, I guess that's it. Wow. All right. If you happen to be in Chicago for the game, and you're looking for some events to go kick it at, you can go to the One Nation Battle, Battle of One Nation located at the Chef's Drinking Bowl Party, which is to benefit fans against violence. It is located at the AMF Bowling Alley at 7747th Avenue in Lyons, Illinois. There will be a bowl off in the day party in your Bears gear. They're asking for a $5 donation. There will be a live day, Jay, and Miller Lite is sponsored. So watch you all go out and have some fun, kick it with some uh, Raiders fans, and you know, bowl out, bowl a couple games for us, and win a couple games for us because we need that support. And with that talking exactly. about, we may as well talk. About, we may as well talk about the Bears. And uh, there's one thing that well, uh, we traditionally talk about on this show. It's our Pink Slip episode, and and that will probably be next week for us. But yes. I feel like the Bears didn't get that memo. They started a week early because of the pink slips. Well, while while we're talking about the Bears, let me put this out. Um, If you guys don't get any type of sports streaming media, for those that are listening to the show, um, Jay Cutler is not 100%. Jay Cutler is starting. So Jay Cutler will honestly play today. I really hope he doesn't get re-injured, but Jay Cutler is starting, and it's been put out there. He's not 100%, but this was a decision that he made with the team and the team doctors. So, Jay Cutler He saw people getting cut, like, wait a minute. He saw people getting cut. He was like, whoa, wait a minute. It's not a big enough to cut that contract. So, 
He's tired. No. He's tired. Of, he, he looked at those two losses in a row. No, 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 no. You, you, Cash, you know it's not enough to trade that contract. I understand that. But there's a provision in the Bears' contract that at the end of uh, this season, they can just release him. So he realized, I got to right, go out here and play. Right, but today is week four. <laughs> today is week he got, four. I got to go out here and play to make sure somebody else wants to pick me up after this season. <laughs> so uh, that's what that is. It's like, ooh, everybody's getting cut. And, and honestly, the 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 trade of uh, the trade that happened, the blockbuster trade of Jared Allen to Carolina, that people been calling that blockbuster. I wasn't shocked by that. I felt like the writing was on the wall as soon as Vic Fangio was hired as the defensive coordinator. But the two that made me that 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 I I'm still laughing at is Jonathan Bostic to New England and Brock Vereen just straight getting waved. The Bears drafted Brock Vereen. And went to and got picked up and went back to Minnesota went to Minnesota where he played college ball. I'm sorry, he's not there now. It was just like bye bye. Sitting on the practice like, fly, but <laughs> and, and see that's another thing. You got he wasn't he well, like a he was a high draft pick relatively when it comes to the NFL. He, Not he a was first a high round, draft but pick, was. but then as as of this morning, the statement came out from the Bears. They're willing to, minus Jay Cutler, dump their entire offensive line if need be, which includes, you know, the Alshons, the Matt. They're, they're right there. And so now the big well, cost I, is Matt I, I, Forte being on the trading block. Well, Matt Forte, people have been talking about that all week. But I believe the biggest uh, the biggest trade bait out there, while Matt Forte might be one of the best players on the Bears, the most valuable trade piece might still be uh, Alshon Jeff because he's about to hit his prime. Uh, so he, you could probably get the most for Alshon Jeffrey than you can for anybody else on the Bears. And I agree with that. Huh? I might agree. I, I could agree with that. I mean, I don't know. There, there's yeah. teams that need Matt Forte, like Dallas could use Matt Forte. Oh, definitely. Yeah, yeah. And Dallas could I, definitely I use them, but it's right. Dallas could use them. Houston could use them. I mean, if he was on Houston's team, even with Arian Foster coming back, uh, Matt Forte fits Houston's uh, offense better than any other running back in the NFL. I mean, like, if you're trying to pick pick teams that Matt Forte would fit on, I would think he would fit hey, best. Mike, what is yeah. it with you and Houston? You tried to send Ray Rice to Houston. Now you're sending Matt Forte <laughs> to Houston. What's going on? You got wait a minute, wait a minute, wait a minute, wait a minute. There. Yeah, you no, 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 no. <laughs> no, no. Wait, wait a minute. I tried to, I tried to, there's different reasons why. I tried to send Ray Rice there because I felt like, uh, you lost your best running back, you should try to come get him because he's out there. The reason I'm saying Matt Forte to Houston, I feel like Arian Foster and Matt Forte have the same game. That's the reason why I'm saying that. I'm not saying it for any any other reason. Like, I do feel like Matt Forte would also do well in San Diego, but I don't feel like Matt Forte would want to go to San Diego. <laughs> um, I feel like Matt Forte would do good, do well in New England. Um, but I don't feel like uh, I don't feel like Bill Belichick would 
would want to spend the money on Matt Forte to be in New England. I feel like Matt Forte would do well in Carolina because I feel like uh, Carolina would have an excellent run and pass threat that they don't have right now. So I do feel like there's multiple teams. I was starting with Houston because I feel like Arian Foster and Matt Forte play the same type of game. My list wasn't only to Houston. Come well, on now. I'm sorry to hear that. I I, 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 I I do have some thoughts, but I, I, I also feel like the Bears made a conscious decision when they picked up Langford and then they saw how, how far, how good he really could end up being. Langford was, was obviously going to be the heir apparent to Matt Forte. They just may have moved that up faster. That, that just may happen sooner because Langford is clearly the heir apparent to Matt Forte. Um, and so, aside from where he should go, what do you think of the matchup today? I mean, we've got Jay Cutler starting today. So, what about this this matchup? Is is Jay Cutler starting going to be a game changer and a difference maker for a possible positive outcome this game that ends in a W? I almost, I almost wish he was resting one more game because I don't feel like he has any weapons to throw to right now. Because Alshon Jeffrey's not playing today, and the other the other receivers have not shown that they can uh, they can put some space between defenses. So I almost wish like sometimes when you when quarterbacks come out there, they come out there they're fighting because they want to play, and I believe that's where Jay Cutler is. He wants to play, but I also feel like sometimes they're coming back to something. I don't feel like he ha- he's coming back to anything. I'm not. I'm not one that believes that a person should go out there and kill themselves for the sake of killing themselves. I feel like, I feel like the only the only people out there on the Bears entirety that they have come to play has been the offensive line. Um, and uh, I'll tell you this: during last week's game. I tried to hang up and call Mike so many times <laughs> because of the special teams play was a trouble. I mean, from the from the college play of the fake of Richard Sherman running the ball back sixty three yards because they faked the receiver, the the punter caught it on the other side to so the kickoff return from 105 yards, five yards deep in the end zone, so just one one aspect can't even be played, blamed on Robbie Gold. Robbie Gold not kicking any field goals is not his fault, but he didn't even get a chance to get on the field. The special teams was just like, why did they even suit up? I mean, and me and the Bears go and pick up. You know what? I want there to be be a weekend when you don't say that about the special teams or the Bears secondary. I just really want to see that change. I want that, too. I really would love that. I really would love that. It would make the conversation better. Man. Because initially we were like, okay, well, in the preseason – this, it didn't, they didn't look so bad. All right, we off. I mean, like everything. Forget was like, preseason. Game one, they so, didn't look so bad. 
Right. And now, sudden, you know, two games later, it's like, but, what is going but, on? Well, well, the front office and the coaching staff see what's going on, so they're making the, the adjustments to at least try to exactly. save what oh, they no, can salvage I'm loving what Ryan Pace is doing because he's like, all right, you all have shown me that you're not going to be here. Cut. There, there have been times in the Bears' history, and you can even say recent history, that they would, they would sit and wait for somebody to develop. And I'm huge on developing a player, but if you already know that this, this relationship is over with, don't sit around and be miserable in the relationship. To use that, uh, to use that analogy again that you had, Cass, Ryan Pace has made a conscious decision. I'm not going to sit around and be miserable in this relationship. I'm cutting it off now. Bye. Get on gone. Let's move on. And the Bears are, are really trying to make it happen and happen right away. They are, they are they're cutting who they don't want. And sometimes it's not even about cutting cutting who you don't need. Like, for example, Jared Allen's still a good player. Tim Jennings was still a good player. But if you realize neither one of those are going to be a part of your future, let's just move. Well, everything is about fit, you know. It's, it's, it, football, in a lot of ways, especially when you get into the trade part of it, is like chess. You know, it's, it's about you have to make a decision based upon the scheme that you're now in. Jared Allen doesn't he doesn't fit the scheme that the Bears are running right now. So it's no, not, not a even good just fit talking, for him. You know, right, so I, but it's not even just his. about that with Jared Allen. I'm also including the Tim Jennings factor. They waived Tim yeah, Jennings right. after they they waived Tim Jennings after week three and he was listed as a starter. Uh the depth chart it proved that the depth chart the preseason depth charts don't ever really mean anything. Because they were oh, listed no, as no. the number one and they they never met uh and they waived him and literally but not, but, the, but now they and now they're stuck with Kyle Fuller. I, I, I believe Kyle Fuller you know, is about to lose his and, 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 and like and I it's really funny believe for, because for me it's like you know uh, when I look at what they who they're trading I'm like y'all not going to show up the corners yet when when we going to get to that part because yeah, you can move around your linebackers, but that's your second line defense. But you know, you're doing nothing about the secondary because the secondary isn't that great. It's not secondary. The only thing in the secondary I would want to keep is the one that might not even be here, and that's that still wrong. Anything on the secondary that I want to keep, and the only reason I want to keep him is because we lived in we lived. Um, and the basement of safeties for so long <laughs> that I was glad we finally got a decent safety. I said this last week. He may not be here next year because he didn't sign a long-term contract to begin with. So wait, where did you guys uh, wait? Wait, you live you lived in the what of safeties? The basement wait, wait. of safeties. That's hilarious. <laughs> I've never heard that. That's hilarious. The I mean, we had the Bears. The Bears had the Bears had Chris Kent and Major Rome, and they just kept them on the roster. And I still, to this day, the Bears had Al Afalava on their team, 
as a future and up-and-coming uh, safety. And then the Bears drafted Major Wright. And Lovey Smith, when he falls in love with a player, he falls in love with the player. Because the Bears got rid of Al Afalava after one year to keep Major Wright. And Major Wright never developed into anything. The more the more famous time that the Bears did that, first they draft Cedric Benson, and that was the reason they didn't draft Adrian Peterson the year after, because they felt like Cedric Benson was going to be better. And that was also the reason why they cut Thomas Jones after going to the Super Bowl, because when Lovey Smith falls in love with the player, he falls in love with the player. Lovey Smith loved Orlando Pace. He brought him to the team. Uh, years after he shouldn't have been in the league. There's the Lovey Smith when you fall in love with somebody. And I love that Ryan Pace has made a decision. I'm not in love with any of y'all. Y'all don't have this, this, this NFL is about what have you done for me lately, and you're going to have to prove to me that you should still be on this Bears team. I feel like he's, I feel like he's the, the person that is, a decision maker, and he's making decisions. Even if he makes the like wrong decisions, I feel like it's crazy decision, that you got a, out of the preseason like that. But all right, he's making with decisions that many, with that many players. Man, he's I, making I, I decisions, and he's not afraid to make a decision. Too many times, the Bears would would be finished with the preseason and just be finished. He's he's moving people around constantly. I love that he's moving people around, constantly juggling it, moving people up and down off the practice squad. And he's doing what a GM should do. Well, with that, well, you, who who do we who are we giving the win to today? Chicago or two, oh the Raiders, the Raiders, the Raiders, the Raiders, the Oakland, <laughs> the Black Hole. They're here. They came here like eighty thousand deep to Chicago. I'll be out tailgating with you guys and all of my coughing. Welcoming you to Chicago. <laughs> we normally don't okay. talk to people to welcome them here, but hey, you know, hey, I got family cold. from California here. It is cold. Welcome to Chicago weather because it'll probably be 92 degrees tomorrow. And I'm just going to go have fun with them and see the reactions from everyone that's happy about Jay Cutler starting today, though he's not 100% healthy. You know, and then, then also wow. there are other things going on today. Um, couple things that are putting up definitely on our Twitter. If you want to follow us on Twitter, hit us up at Football Fan Rush on Twitter. You can follow us on Facebook at Football Fan Rush Radio and on Google Plus on G Plus at Football Fan Rush Network. Um aside from those, And never forget you know, about using back today. Never forget about using the hashtag F F R R when you when you want to talk to us. Yep, because we will respond. We see you. We know you're there. Um, <laughs> so the NFL has assigned referee Jeff Triplett and his crew to officiate the Raiders-Bears game. Oh, joy. Oh, rapture. And it's so funny. A, a very good – I absolutely love Jeff Rison. He's absolutely awesome. He always – he, he kind of gives us a little love there, but I love his Twitter comments. And he was like, it's great, it's bad as the Bears, the Chicago Bears fans are going through what they're going through. And then you give them Jeff Triplett, who's like the Phil Emery of officiating. That is absolutely hilarious. <laughs> I just, oh, I somebody just missed a field goal. Wow. 
Well, it's twenty-seven to seven. Like, is anybody taking this game seriously anymore? <laughs> like, uh, well, so, <laughs> the Miami Dolphins are. <laughs> so, did you hear what I said in regards to Jeff Triplett and his and his crew being the officiating staff for the Bears? Yeah. Yeah. Oh well. So I'm going with the Raiders. What are you guys going with? Unfortunately, I think I'm gonna have to go with the Raiders. Uh, as much as I would love for us to pull it out, because we need to before it gets too bad. Uh, I really don't see, especially with you know, Cutler not being 100 percent, and he's playing, and it's his hamstring. You know, if it was if it was another injury, like maybe like oh, a finger or something like that, I probably like, yeah, okay. his non-throwing tinky t- his, his non-throwing tinky finger. finger. Right, his not throwing pinky <laughs> finger, you know, uh, then I could probably say okay, but when it comes to your hamstring and you're only 50%, it really take, it can take anything to happen, you know, wrong step, overextending yourself, you know, and then they see, you know, he's out and he's extending and he's hurting himself even worse. You know, so hopefully today the line will protect him and they can get some things going through the air so he doesn't have to go through that. But, you know, I would just rather – I really want them to win, but I don't see it happening. So I'm going with Oakland on this one. Do I have to pick? Yeah. Yes, you do. Oh. Have to pick. You must. And your pick is. Your pick is. Your pick what is, is your pick going to be? Wait a minute. Wait a minute. Wait a minute. Hold on. Hold on. Here we go. And Mike selects. I select the Bears to be on the field. Yeah. Come on, man. And are they going to play W? Or an L? I'm going to be a Bears fan and a fan of Bears getting their real quarterback out on the field. I'm going to pick the Bears. Yep. I said it. All right. I'm going to pick the Bears. No, that's like, no, really? I think that's cool, though. I think I, 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 believe, I believe the Bears have not come out of their black hole yet. I'm not looking forward to the fact that they have Amari Cooper. <laughs> they have they have two <laughs> fantasy have football picks. Fantasy football picks over here. Yes, Amari. Get it. I mean, it's not why I'm picking against the Bears. But let's go, Amari. So, yeah. So, the, the Bears yeah. secondary is about to get torched today. Because they have two great receivers and a, and an arm that can get it to them. And they have Jay Cutler who watched his team for the last game and a half, and he looked at John. Fox. Can you do this for me every single game? Can you do this, Coach? Not only will I do it for you, I, 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 I yes, yes, I'll do it for you. I do it for Can you, you do this for me every single game? Can you? <laughs> Bad Bobby hamstring at all. Come on, Bobby Boucher. Bad See, the problem is Bad hamstring the problem. All, he is going to go out there and he is going to do it. See, I would be I would be more confident about the Bobby Boucher uh, reference if he was like an outside linebacker. But the Bears defense and they secondary. I the Bears are actually I was forced to be that I don't talk badly about the secondary. 
Because I have no problem with the secretary or the secretary. I have no question. I mean, I was okay with the Bears that go and get Boy, do I want them back. Boy, do I want them back. You're talking about re-sticking an old relationship with Kevin Evans back. Oh. All righty. Well, we still have another interview in our team that we have not covered. We're going to go. We're going to give Mike some oxygen. So while we're giving him oxygen, I want to bring up my squad, the Minnesota Vikings. Congratulations on you should be undefeated, but I don't know what happened in game one. I guess you saw the light. But as of today, you guys are looking really pretty good. One thing a lot of people are speaking about when it comes to the Vikings is they thought the AP effect, while it is rubbing off on the team and everyone's excited, they thought it would do a little bit more as far as Teddy Teddy Bridgewater's performance and his stats and the change on the field. Hopefully we get to see a little bit more of that effect today. We get to see Teddy come out with a really, really strong arm, but sometimes you just have to do what you have to do with AP back on the field. If you can't hit the wide open Mike Wallace or any of the other receivers, you can't get it to Ben Ellison and you can't get it to Kyle Rudolph, then if AP is the option, definitely let him run the ball. Today, though, they are playing the Denver Broncos. And while the Denver Broncos this season have not looked stellar, they can stop the run. So we definitely yeah, need Teddy Bridgewater to get in the game. They can stop the run. And we really need him to, you know, we need to see a lot of those other offensive weapons really being utilized as far as the tight end. Wait a minute. And even, Wait a minute. Um, and more so than stopping the run, they need Teddy Bridgewater to not take a snack while holding the ball in the backfield because in addition to oh stopping the run, they can, get, they, can get, they can get after the quarterback. They can get out the O-line's looking a little better, though. I, I'm no, I mean, I said Teddy, Teddy Bridgewater is notorious, for, is notorious for thinking that he has 15 minutes to pass the ball. Would and, you say that again? He, Wait, could you please repeat that? Please repeat, because I don't know <laughs> if he's waiting on the ice cream truck. Like, I'm like, what are you? That's a boy. Oh, my God. I mean, oh he sits God. back there taking a snack, and Denver's not the team you want to do that against. No, they are not. not. DeMarcus Ware will will break you in half if he gets the And don't, you know, and I'm really counting on the Vikings defense. The last two games, the Vikings defense has really stepped up. You've got to step up and be triple the men you guys were the last two games because you definitely have to get to Peyton Manning in order to control the game. They have given the entire offense to Peyton. They have placed it in Peyton's hands, and they're like, yes, my son, guard this with your life. So you either, you put them on life support, You and I don't mean literally. No Broncos fans are not saying send them to the hospital with injuries that he may not recover from. What I'm saying is they have to play smart football. There cannot be a lot of missed tackles. And if Demarius winners only get wings, Thomas breaks one on y'all. It's probably going to be one. So that secondary really has to step up and, and play some really, really good football. This has to be smart football today. Yes, it's going to be hard-hitting. Yes, it's got to be exciting and explosive. But the defense has to hold the Broncos, has to hold the Broncos. Oh, yeah. if, they've, if they've watched film, that's not a hard thing to do. Once you get Peyton Manning out of the game, it kind of becomes a debacle. But you've got to do that. You've got to get Peyton Manning out of the game. 
I am well, trying to up, understand right now why the pass that the judge just when you look the, when you look at the what comparison why am I watching when you look at the comparison yeah. of them you know as far as per game so far they're both equal they're not that not too much ahead of each other yeah Minnesota's at 294 and the Broncos are at 290.7 and that's so you know so they're pretty even in that aspect where there are some differences in the passing game. You know, as we said, you got Teddy back there like, hey, man, what you doing? Oh, I got to throw the ball. You know, and, and let me get the ice cream while I'm at it instead of, you know, getting rid of it like, you know, like he should. So yeah. there's a disparity uh, there. So you got, you know. a split-second decision person. <laughs> exactly. But you, you know, know what? Just, I just, think he was it's always a split-second decision person before that Super Bowl. Before Super Bowl 48, yes. After Super Bowl 48, I think he yes. thinks about it a little I don't, bit. Yeah, I don't yeah. think he's, he's, yeah, they didn't he, quite have his back. Like, he can't he play football. He wasn't the same. He wasn't the same. Yeah, he wasn't the same yeah, in the Super Bowl. Since. I was, I was Super Bowl 48. Holy <laughs> different game. <laughs> you know, since that game, he was like, man, y'all, they, y'all letting him come kill me. I better rethink back here. <laughs> Like, do I really still want to be throwing this ball with these three hundred pound men coming and destroying me? You know, well, it, well, will I still? It's not even do I want to. Will I still be able to throw the ball? <laughs> you know, he's get toe up. Yeah, think, like I'm, I'm a, starting uh, you to know, like, feel like that was a jail break. Having those retirement conference conversations, but at I'm this point, saying. I I'm kind of it's kind of a toss up for me. Of course, I'm definitely going to. Pick the Vikings because if the Vikings defense can hold them, and I think this game is going to be for the Vikings to win, the secondary has to be key, and Teddy Bridgewater is really going to have to utilize Mike Wallace. Really going to have to utilize whichever tight end they start, and they're probably going to have to do a little trickery with putting um, McKinnon and Asiata in there, not always Adrian, because of course that's. The awesome is shut Adrian down. And then a couple of them might find that Ooh. shutting Adrian down can be a little bit of a battle because Adrian will run with 22 people on his back and an entire McDonald's restaurant. Exactly. So you've he got does to, not care. He does, he's going to beast it out to, uh, to get that first wow. down soon. It's, uh, see, and, and, see right, and, right, and right there is going to be really, really the true key for them. If they, you know, as, as good as Denver is against the run, if they can get AP going, that'll open up an entirely new new game for them on all levels because they'll be able to attack Denver and break them down. But it's going to come from as we said it before, you know, the line doing what they're what they need to do to protect them, and you know, and then also when it comes to blocking, staying on their skis long enough for the players to develop. So, I, I, I'm kind of with you on this one. I want to see Minnesota pull it out. I want to see, you know, if Teddy can get Teddy, you know, Teddy Woo. doesn't, if, he, if, if when he feels the pressure, and I don't know if he's feeling the pressure, he should be, but, you know, if he can sense the he pressure, looks I, like maybe, he's feeling the pressure. You know, he like and get rid of the pressure. It's about a, you know, so if he can do that and get rid of the ball quicker and just, you know, make those decisions and, you know, when they need to be made, I think that they can definitely pull it out. It'll be. I think it'll be a great. It'll be a great notch in his belt to be taken. I think that'll be cool. What do you have to say, Mike? Go. I have to say that I'm watching this live game, and Miami is battling for the worst team in the NFL. 
But um, uh, back, <laughs> back on the subject of uh, Denver versus the Vikings, it is literally going to come down to something that I said in a pre-show fist fight about uh, yeah, if you all haven't figured out what I'm talking about, I call the, the morning meeting the pre-show fist fight because uh, it feels like we're fighting with each other about what we want to talk about sometimes. I feel like Denver is a good team, but they come out the game real slow. And then they wake up in the third quarter and figure out, oh, we're supposed to have been playing football. And the problem is the Vikings are not the team you want to try that against because you will be beat up and bruised before you decide to wake up. And literally, once you bruised and hurt, the the Vikings have come out this season deciding that even even if we don't win a game, and they have been winning, we're going to br- be some brawlers. You all are going to feel, feel like you played the Vikings every game. And they're playing tough. Like by the end of the game. By the end of that game, he was like, just do the victory, Santa. Son, don't even, we, all right. (laughs) And literally playing against Denver, it, I mean, literally, Peyton Manning has, has saved them from losing a couple of times at the end of the game. But Peyton Manning's muscles and bones, are not 25 anymore. And since they're not young muscles and bones anymore. Oh, uh, come on. You see, he can't stick it out. He's got nationwide on his side. Come on. He can do it. No, he going to need nationwide. That's the problem. <laughs> he don't need his insurance. <laughs> he don't need that nationwide. <laughs> Oh, it, it would be so funny if he got. Uh, not, I don't want him to get hit or hurt or anything, you know. But that would just be so funny. He just hit the ground. They start playing the commercial. <laughs> I mean, he got nationwide on his side. He gonna need nationwide athletic state farms. Blue oh God! Wouldn't that be funny? Oh my God! That's that would be hilarious. I mean, and, and the funny part is, and, yeah, he takes and he nationwide is on your side. <laughs> hey, I don't think it's happening because in every game that Peyton Manning plays, all of his endorsement commercials are, are running. So we're going to see plenty of DirecTV commercials today. We're going to see plenty of Papa John's commercials today. We're going to see plenty of Nationwide commercials well, today. The only thing I want to see is that the Vikings can make him – if the Vikings make him sound like high voice Peyton Manning, then we're good. We're good. Then that means then that, that means my boys not there and did their job. I'm great with that. Awesome. Yeah, I want to see. I want to see some conversation. Uh, so I think it'll work. I'm gonna roll. I'm going to roll with the Vikings, not only because I'm a Vikings fan, but I think that they have an opportunity to capitalize on this. If they play smart football, the defense, if the defense stays on pace for playing hard football, not as many missed tackles, 
as really getting at the quarterback. So Evan Griffin, we're counting on you. Um, I think it'll be a good game. And I, I don't think it's going to be a blowout unless Peyton Manning packs up and leaves. You know, Demarius Thomas is like, I refuse to play. I don't think it'll be a blowout. But I think it will be a very, very good game. And if the Vikings keep their composure and they really believe they can do this, they can walk away with win number three in a row. And so I'm going to put my finger on the Vikings, on, on the Vikings button and push it, and I'm going to go with the Vikings. I hope they do I am it. A, I do. I hope too. they do it. <laughs> I do. I, I'm definitely – I'm definitely shooting for that to happen. I would, I would definitely love to see like Green Bay and Minnesota have to for first. I think that would be awesome. Green Bay, Minnesota, Jews. Sorry, I didn't hear you. Shoot it out for first place in a division. I would love that, but they've been there before, so you know that's that won't that won't be a new battle for them. They've been there. I would before. like to see that. I would like to see that too. Um, but I'm going to go with the Broncos today. Uh, me going for the Broncos is a rather selfish reason. I know they're going to trade you. And I'm going to trade you for them. I was trying to. Because I need. I was I looked at the uh, guru thing on my fantasy football, and I was like, hmm, I got Philip Rogers and. I think he's kind of. I started Peyton Manning today. I started Peyton Manning today, and in order for my fantasy football team to do well, Peyton Manning will do well. And and if Peyton Manning is doing well, that means the Broncos are going to win. So my selfish, my selfish reason for going for the Broncos today is because I started Peyton Manning today. Hey, aren't you playing me today? I have no idea. Uh-oh. I haven't even. Oh, uh, hold on. I, let's look. Oh, wait a minute. If I am playing you today, Uh-oh. I already made a, I already made a big mistake. Um, I didn't Uh-oh. pull Eric Decker out the game, so I got a goose egg coming from that. Yes, we are playing each other today. Oh, well, I got a goose egg coming from one of my wide receivers, so that's to your favorite. Gridiron battle going Did on. Did you have somebody? You right have somebody play Thursday? And the football fan rush network. Yeah, I don't think I had anybody play. Better known as our fantasy football. I don't think I had anybody play Thursday. And now Mike and Michael are battling today. Fantasy <laughs> football. I don't think I had anybody playing Thursday. Nah. Who will win the battle today? We already know Eric Decker's playing some kind of way, but okay. So no, Eric Decker didn't play today. Yeah, that's the problem. I I, I left him in my starting lineup, and he didn't play today. Exactly, that's the problem. So, oh no, you have you have New York playing right now, so you're beating me. I don't like you. Right, right. Well, that's uh, just because uh, Brandon Marshall is doing his thing. I know he's got 126 yards, so 128 yards. So I don't think I have anybody playing out. I think all of my people. Brandon, are, no, I, that's the mistake I made when I when I played two Jets. When Derek, Eric Decker plays, I'm doing good. But the last two weeks, he, he they listed him as a game time decision, and I took the gamble because my other option, my other option is to start Michael Floyd. So. It was either take the chance on Eric Decker playing or 
for a pick, Michael. Ford. Well, I'm gonna I'm gonna go ahead and give us give us a rundown of the fan, of our fantasy football league scores so far. You you really didn't have to. Uh-huh. <laughs> I want to move on to the I mean, fun stuff we're talking about yesterday's game. Ah, oh yes. Before we go and before we go into our college corner. Once again, like we mentioned earlier, there are tons of Raiders fans. They're running around wild everywhere. Welcome to Chicago. Along with quite a few Chicago Bears fans that don't know what to do. Right now, 31st in Lakeshore Drive, near McCormick Place. It's on the south side of McCormick Place. Open lot tailgating, unlimited food, unlimited beverages. There are performances. There's comedians. Everything's going on there. $25 for adults, $15 for kids. It's brought to you by another Windy City joint. It's a lot of fun. You cannot miss it. Come on out, show your fandom. I'll be there a little later, though. I'm under the weather. It's football. I can't resist. But definitely come out and celebrate it with us. And now we are moving on to College Corner because, oh, my God, where there's some amazing games once again that happened yesterday. I don't know where you guys want to start, but I have to chuckle a little I know bit where when I it comes start. to Ole Miss. But go oh, wait, wait a minute. I want to start with the fact that Urban Meyer figured out that he has an excellent running back. They won last season from three games in a row with Ezekiel Elliott running 200-plus yards three games in a row. And just off of three plays yesterday, he he had 195 yards, a touchdown from 55 yards, a touchdown from 65 yards, and a touchdown from 75 yards. They were – it was a close game, and they were actually losing until the 55-yard touchdown that was broken. Ohio State will go as far as their running back goes. Cardell Jones and J.C. Barrett, good quarterback. Uh, they have good coaches. That running back, uh, 55 yeah, yards touchdown, 65 yards touchdown, 274 yards total yesterday. Had a great game. But so, just off of three plays, three plays equaled 195 yards. Three plays. Three plays. That Ohio State is finding ways to win. And the number one way they found to win is get the ball to Ezekiel, to Zeke, to Big Zeke. <laughs> get him the ball. <laughs> All right. If so you it can't looks tell, like I am right, Ohio State fan. He is an Ohio State fan. But right now, we actually have a caller on the line, so I do want to bring our live caller on to the show. I just want to make sure you 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 got Big Zeke over there, Mike. You good? You call him. Make sure. All right. As, as long State. as your caller is not a Michigan fan, I'm okay with it. Well, we're gonna find out. All right. So, Michael, here you go. Here's our caller. Hello. Are we there? Am I on? Yes, you're Good on. Good morning. Here. Thanks for calling <laughs> Football Fan Rush Radio. Hey, Cass and Mike and Michael. This is Dre from oh, the Much Less Detail. How Dre, you guys doing? Dre, 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 is Dre is Thank you. Thank you. I'm feeling the love. Oh, man. He said he would read 
show up one day on a Sunday, and he he, he shows up at Fantasy Football Point when he's trying to finish the college. Well, you know, so it's one of the few three on and O teams in the league. I had to come in and and lay down a little You're snack. Right. You know, it's, it, yeah. it's, it's three or four of us. <laughs> yes. Is it three or four of us? With it. Uh, I believe it's three. Well, I, I can check that real quick, but yeah. I know. Uh, I know. Gold Rush. I know Danny's window. I know myself. And so it's got to be four of us. Because there's okay, Gold yeah. Rush. There's um, Danny's window. There's so... intelligence, ignorance, and is you. You're right. So wait a minute. So nobody nobody wants to give any love to the O and three teams. I mean, hey, hey, we're here. It's, it's a lot of y'all. To us. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you'll, you'll turn it around soon. Just a matter of time, right? right now. So Dre, tell uh, us about um, since you're repping, you got one of the, the great teams in the league. So tell us like how you feel and what you think your outcomes will be today and how you think you'll fare after week four in the fantasy football league. Uh, as I said to you guys when you when you were on our show, as one of the only two teams that was actually there for the draft, um, I feel very good about my team because it's actually all people that I wanted. I didn't have to rely on the auto draft, so I, I feel pretty good. Um, the problem is today I'm playing the other guy that was at the draft, my partner Jason, the other co-host of In Much Less Detail. So we're going to go head-to-head and, and see how it turns out. Uh, I'm not off to a good start because I had the Miami Dolphins defense this morning, and that's looking like a really dumb decision. So hopefully it will get better. Yeah, but nobody expected that. Nobody expected that. So I, I really thought they'd play better, too. Well, I can only hope that the rest of my team turns it around. I'm, I'm all in with Cam Newton today. Okay, so well, I have a question when it comes to I, – I have a question. So you were at the draft. Jason was at the draft. Of course, I was flying in Houston, and everyone else missed the draft. So we had a person, and you drafted. We have a person in our league that did not draft at all. How in the heck? I don't know if you've seen her team. She has a great team. But did anybody just team. miss all of these players? Like – I was like, how, how is this work? How do you call get Tom Brady team. and, like, Danny's window everybody? Is like... <laughs> she so the problem she, with that is didn't... you can brag all you want about having a great team from the auto draft, but the fact of the matter is you have a great team from the auto draft. You didn't do anything to make that great team. The computer picked it for you. So you can talk smack all you want, but the fact is all you did is take the team that the computer thought was best for you. You didn't actually draft the team. The computer drafted it for you. So I don't know how much pride you can possibly take in that. You know, do you dance around and say, hey, I got the best team that the computer took for me. Yay. I, I don't understand that. Well, as, it was, as that's how Dre feels. So there, there you go. So, well. <laughs> so, Dre, what are you thinking? Um, despite, despite having the Dolphins defense, do you think so this week the changes and everything that you've made that you can possibly come out on top of your competitor now? I'm actually waiting all the way up to game time to make my last choices. I've got some wide receiver choices to make, and I'm going to take it all the way down to 12 o'clock to put my best team on the field. I'm still deciding 
if I want to start Golden State or Ruben Randall at wide receiver, maybe even maybe even John Brown. I, I've got some tricks up my sleeve. I'll, I'll make the right decision uh-huh. by the time uh, it, this game kicks off. Now, the problem is I'm playing against Aaron Rodgers, so it might not matter either way. Andre, since you're, you're potentially starting Golden State, um, do you have the formula to get him to shut up? You know, talk. Everybody talks. America just wants him to be quiet. Well, every every receiver talks, whether they're good or great, or even some of the bad ones. But every receiver talks because they all think they're the they're the best on the field. So the talking isn't the problem. It's just going out and and doing it. You can talk all you want as long as you perform, as long as you produce on the field. Right now, he's not producing. So. That, that's because, the main like, reason why I might not go with them. Because even with Chad Johnson and C.O., when they talk, you put up with it because they produce. That's Golden exactly Tate right. is like, dude, you're just Golden Tate. Right. Not even the best <clears> receiver <throat> on the team. So just take take a chill pill. But And he's playing against Seattle, so it's not looking like a, a great mm-hmm. decision. But I'm I'm still deciding. Yeah. I'm not ruling him out. You're not ruling them out. I will. My league looks like I. I just don't care. So I. I have to live vicariously through you guys. Like I know none of you guys will trade with me because you, you don't want any of my players. So I do. I do have. I do have. I, I do have James. I'm open for trade. Like, if anybody, good time. If any, you have a couple anybody, of good ones. It's just that they haven't turned out to be as good as we expected. Like, don't you have Marshawn Lynch? Oh, what has he been doing? Eating Skittles? Right. right. They haven't turned out as good as we expected, but <laughs> you have some good players. I, 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 I started out okay, but it, I started out okay with it dropping, so I'm not really happy with my team at all. I know, have they're still time. early. It's only a quarter of the season fine. through. That's true. You know, I mean, you know, I didn't get, I didn't get a chance to attend a draft because when the draft happened, I think I was at rehearsal or working or doing something. And so, you know, I'm stuck with a computer team, but I I manage it as best I can with what I what I have, and it just has not worked out for me. It's like, you know, Mike is beating me right now, twenty three point four to nothing, but that's because he has a just play. Yeah. Uh, so. uh, and I thought Eric Decker didn't play today. He is playing, so he's giving me points. So I'm lucky there. <laughs> and that's what I, you know. So yeah. Um, but you know, the day is still young. So I'm hoping we come out. I mean, you know, I need, I to, need be at to least win just to keep. I need to be two or two. Keep up, because Danny and Danny's window. Everybody is like, because it's not even just that you score, that you go for and all. You have to keep up with Danny's window and, and the goal rush. Those two teams are scoring triple triple digit scores, 150 every week. You, me, and Andre just got to keep up. We might be, we might end up four and zero at the end of the day. We are three and zero, but it's not even just enough to win. We got to keep up. And then last week, last week I did not. Uh, I started the Texans defense over the Cardinals defense, and the Cardinals defense what? last week scored twenty eight points. You started what? I started the Texans defense over the Cardinals. Yeah, exactly. And you were probably sitting at your kitchen table like this. Wait. How in the world did you do that? No, see, and what made me react, I was watching the Bears game, 
Well, I was watching some game. I get an alert on my phone that uh, that uh, Colin Kaepernick throws back-to-back pick sixes. I was like, what? So then I immediately pulled out the app. I looked at the score. I was like, I did it again. Two weeks in a row, I should have started text. I mean, put Texas on the bench. I could not believe it. And then, and then I got a goose egg from Robbie Gold, which wasn't even his fault. The Bears didn't get far enough down the field for even let him try to kick. Because why are you tripping? Robbie Gold has been one of my most valuable players this season until last week. So uh, everybody talking about it's just a kicker. Well, my kicker had been saving my life. So. <laughs> uh, he was more consistent in Matt Forte, more consistent in Aaron Luck, more consistent than uh, the Texas defense. The Robbie Gold and Larry Fitzgerald, two players that were not expected to produce so many points. So, well, as a Bears well, fan, I cannot say how thrilled I am that Cutler is back in today <laughs> because anything is better than Jimmy Clausen. Man, oh, oh my God. Man, I I love that everybody saw how bad Jimmy Clausen was. I love that. I love that. He does not even deserve to be on anybody's roster as a third-string quarterback. I said David Fales should be in the league. I'm telling and, you right now, you know if it came down to a fantasy team, I would rather have David Fales on my roster than, than Jimmy Clausen. At least David Fales is going to give me a zero. Experiment. Just to show the excitement in the When the announcement came out that Jay Cutler was starting at the tailgate, that is exactly what was heard at the live tailgate party. Man, literally Jimmy Clausen. Jimmy Clausen is hot garbage. He got he got John Fox fired the first time, and if they play him again, he's gonna get him fired the second time. Oh no, because he's probably gonna be in the next crop of trades. Yeah, so I'm pretty sure. Of it. No, 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 he's not gonna even be on the trade block. They gonna waive him. They gonna do to him what they did to a uh, Brock Vereen. There isn't a team so, Jason, waived in the media league that would trade for Jimmy Clausen. <laughs> <laughs> Would you say? <laughs> there isn't a team, no not one. even in the Canadian League, that would trade Man. for Jimmy Clausen. Canadian League, That's Arena weird. Football League, Australian, Australian I mean, uh, rules, rugby league. Nobody wants Jimmy Clausen. Jimmy Clausen like, is If you like Family guys. Guy, he can go to. If you like Family Guy, he could probably go to the London Silly Nannies. I mean, it's not up. I, I I would rather have over Jimmy Clausen. <laughs> oh, my God. So, I'd, yeah, I'd let me take Tebow over Jimmy Clausen. I was just about I to say too. that. Last week, I last week that was something that we put out there. Should the Bears honestly go get Tim Tebow, would that be a really good fit as the backup QB? I feel and like I, the I Bears should so. have moved. I feel like the Bears should move David Fells up on, up on the depth chart. I say that, and I continue to say that. Yeah, I'd move Dave Tebow thing. facetiously. He can't play football, but he'd be better than Jimmy Clausen. Right. That's how, <laughs> being better than Jimmy Clausen isn't hard. He, he, there's nothing Jimmy Clausen can do well, nothing at all. So thank goodness. Oh, Miami decided to score today. again. 
Miami just scored again, and Ryan Sandahill is enjoying his time on the grass. <laughs> All they need is two more touchdowns, and they'll pick up the victory. Now, who thinks that's going to happen? <laughs> no. No, see, that would had not. about six Mai Tais and four beers already in the stands. They believe in that. Yeah. I mean, yeah, that's the greatest. It. That's the greatest thing about uh, <laughs> this international game. The people that are there in the stands don't care who wins. It's all about drinking. <laughs> Up sounds like a Cubs game. <laughs> you know what? Hey, hey. Leave my. Leave I mean, I've jokes, but the Cubs are winning this year. There, there are the, the, mm. the, the Cubs, the Pirates, and the uh, Cardinals are easily the three best teams in the National League. They just happen to all be in the same division. Oh, he's so hurt. I'm cracking jokes, oh, he's but hurt. he's really oh, hurt. Oh yeah, he's hurt for real. Oh, he's hurt. For, he ain't getting up. You know what the funniest thing though about watching this game in London is? I don't know if you guys have paid attention, but by London not having a team and they're trying to show their love for the sport, like if you look in the crowd, they just have more jerseys from like every team. Right. Have you noticed that they have clearly given out uh, fan flags and team flags for opposite ends of the, the field from one side? Yeah. They have Dolphin flags and the other side clearly has Jets flags. Did they just gave them awesome. out at the stadium? <laughs> I mean, this is well, you have to wear your – you have to wear your Patriots gear to this game because it's not like they're ever going to send the Patriots over there to play, so you have to represent when you can. You know? have to do, yeah, I, yeah, I just, yeah. I mean, but I it's want to everything. The Patriots, the, C, like, the Patriots versus the Seahawks. It never happened. Never happened. I'm never going to happen. Say, are you serious? <laughs> never really? going to happen. <laughs> never going to happen. Mm-hmm. Send the Patriots versus I, the Seahawks in, in game one of the international game. In game two of the international game, I'll say the Packers versus the Steelers. <laughs> mm-hmm. the, four, the four of the biggest fan bases that exist. <laughs> Why not? Well, the, the Steelers it's not gonna happen. already, and they lost. The Steelers went, and they lost. So there you go. Uh, but the Steelers back. went. But but when the Steelers went, it was the Steelers going up against another fan base that wasn't a good fan base. I want him. To, I want them to go against two I'm big sorry. fan bases so they clearly lose money. Um, that was the jersey that they ever they sold the most of ever in the UK. No, and no, no I'm not saying Peterson the Steelers jersey, aren't so. No. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Defend your team. I'm sorry. Defend your team. Yeah, I got on the plane, stamped my passport, did all Yeah. But, um, all right, so we've got Jay Cutler starting today. Hopefully we don't see Jimmy Clausen at all. So there's a Jimmy Clausen sighting. I'm just going to throw the remote at the TV and leave. Yeah, I'm going to uh, um, up well, next, I think Green Bay is on its way to being, what, 4-0, and taking over the division. Something through the division, I mean, like they, they own the division before the season started. So, <laughs> that's nothing Anything new. Anything could happen. Anything could happen. Hopefully, the Vikings get a get a W against the Broncos today, and then there are the Lions. Dre, have you paid attention to the Detroit Lions at all? Whoa. <laughs> I'm sorry. Sorry. <laughs> 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 my mouth a little bit there. <laughs> 
nobody cares. Nobody cares about the lions. Like, who? Why? Why? Andre, huh? Andre, I, I gotta repeat my. I gotta repeat my analogy that I used about the lions. Do you remember that old movie, The Wildcat? Uh, the Wildcats. I have to refresh yeah. my memory on that one. With Goldie Hawn. Oh, Wildcats. Yes. 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 Uh, it, it was uh, Wildcats. Yeah, that, that one I remember. Do you remember that scene at the end of the movie where they sang the song? I feel like the most, rest of the NFL is the people rapping, and the Detroit Lions are Goldie Hawn saying football. <laughs> they don't. Oh, they show up to the stadium and don't care. There's nothing there. Football. Oh, I, so is that what you're saying? Is that what you're, you're, yes. saying, what you're saying? They're just oh. saying football. They show up at the game and just send, send 11 players out on the field. They don't even care which 11 should go out there. Well, it, may, it may don't. dissuade anybody from listening to our show, but I have to admit, before the season started, <laughs> I had so much faith in the Lions that I actually Thank picked you. them I, as my I, NFC I Super Bowl team. Everybody said that was not going to happen. I, I said but it. But I did too, though. I, you I, all I don't know if they were going to be the yeah, NFC we, North we, title holders, but I really did have faith in them. Yeah, we thought they were going to be a lot better Andre than what they faith, were. Basically. Jason had faith. Cassandra had faith. Mike, Mike had faith. But Renard did not have faith. The Lions are who I thought they were. You all tried okay, to Dennis let him Green. off the hook. I was Y'all, say, we stop paying him, him on our show. Stop <laughs> paying Dennis Green on our show. I have, I'm a Vikings fan. I have Dennis Green issues. I don't want to pay him anything for anything he said on the show. <laughs> Why we missed the Super Bowl because of dude. I've got Denny Green issues. But, um... I don't. I don't even know if they are who anybody thought they. Nobody knows what they are. They're just like over there by themselves in the sandbox. <laughs> <laughs> well, what I they thought they were it. was a lot smarter. They're not. I thought they were not as stupid a team because they didn't have Jim Schwartz as a coach anymore. So just based yeah. on that, I thought that just having some professionalism, I thought that that would propel them. But we but said not we said so the far. same thing. They got professionalism, they calm down, and they calm down too much. They they lost their fight. They have no fight. They lost Nick Fairley. They lost Dominican Sue. They lost Jim Schwartz. They lost everything. They They need the Schwartz to be with them. I said they have. Oh, no. I don't know if that's the answer either. No. It's like they have separated, separated. Separation anxiety. Separation anxiety, right. They're like, I can't you know, play without a Dominican. Why don't I play with him? Why would I want to play without them either? Because this is my happy today. Look at them. They're doing nothing. Cameron Wade, I didn't feel like he showed up this season. And Dominican, too, is like, why did he? He just took that check. And somebody compared to Dominican, too, this year already to, uh, I'm mad that I can't remember his name. Um, what's the guy that played for Tennessee that signed that big check? Oh, uh, Albert Hainsworth. Uh, yes, they compared uh, and Dominican Sue uh, and Albert Hainsworth. Like, he just signed his check and now I'm done. Like, how how do you miss a wide open wide wow. receiver? I mean, they, they've been missing them all game. 
he just been imagining laying on the on the field in that grass all day, so that's how he missed him. Mm-mm-mm. Well, um, so Dre, if you had to pick right now, going into week four, who you think would be honest Super Bowl contenders? And, you know, we're not going to hold you to it. We're not going to, like, you know, call you, like, game 16 and be like, ah, no, we won't do that. But if you have to pick, like, based on what we've seen in the first four weeks, who could be a possible Super Bowl contender, which two teams would you pick? Oh, from the AFC and NFC, well, uh, I hate to say it, but the Packers look unbeatable right now. Uh, yeah, they do. I thought that they might be missing uh, their receiver, Jordy Nelson, more than they are, but apparently Aaron Rodgers can take, uh, you know, homie the clown off the street and make him an all-pro wide receiver, so. I Jones is breaking it out. James Jones is looking out. like he's all pro. <laughs> Man. And then but on the AFC side. I still don't. I still don't think it's going to be the Packers. I'm going to speak up. I think it's going to be Arizona. Hold on, hold on, hold on. This, these are, Let these are Dre's picks. Let us finish. These are Dre's right. picks. Let us finish. Well, I was going to take credit for my AFC Super Bowl preseason pick, which was the New England Patriots, which looks like the obvious choice right now because they're just going on a beat-everybody's-ass tour of the NFL right now. So. Yeah. Every time yeah, I'm going to stick with They're them. cheating. Every time they're told they're cheaters, they come out the following season and and win and win and win. Like the last time they lost the Deflate Gate thing was 2007. They went 16 and 0. Um, I wouldn't be surprised if they went 16 and 0 and lost in the Super Bowl again. I don't know who's going to beat them right now. Now there seems to be no one really. At all. But then again, no, no one thought uh, the Giants were going to beat them either. <laughs> I be, I wouldn't be surprised if they went sixteen and zero and lost in the Super Bowl. Uh, I, I don't know if they should be worried unless that receiver uh, David Tyree with the helmet catch, unless he comes out of retirement, uh, then they should <laughs> get a little worried. But until then, I don't know if they have much to worry about. Wow. Yeah, Miami wants to score again? Wow. We're not, yeah, we were they, talking they, they, smack. We were talking smack, like but they, 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 we needed to score again. They, they had a flag on the score again. Don't know. Yeah, they pushed off. Don't they're going to call that back because they pushed off. Was that, yep. So, we don't know. They looked like uh, it. They were perpetrating. Like, they've been doing all season, making us think they were a good team. We could play uh, for you. That should be a segment on the show. So, Dre, we were just about to go into our quick college segment, and one of the schools that I was happy to see go down for me was Ole Miss, and I'm a Clemson fan. There's nothing bigger than Florida State for me. So I was <laughs> I was also happy to see Clemson handle the lovely fighting Irish. But was there a specific college game that you saw yesterday or the, a, a matchup that did or didn't go your way or you were happy with the outcome? Like, what was it for you? That that old Miss result kind of messed things up a little bit down here where I live in Memphis, Tennessee, because Mississippi did is coming really? in to the Liberty Bowl to play Memphis in a couple of weekends. 
and that game was going to be two undefeateds against each other, which got ruined yesterday. They were going to have college game day down there. They're going to have Lee Corso stumbling around down here. It was going to be a big deal here in Memphis, and now that got ruined because uh, Mississippi choked on themselves and got their ass whooped. So that messed everything up down here. <laughs> yes, they did, though. I was happy with that outcome. Oh, Miss Lost yesterday. I mean, as much as I'm a uh, as much as I'm a Big Ten fan, I just love the scores all around the Big Ten. I love that Northwestern won. I love that Michigan has said, "Hey, we are, we're not waiting to be good. They're already ranked." Um, Ohio State didn't. Ohio State pulled out their game. Michigan State said, "We're gonna win," and all that all that matters is the W. Number three lost. Oh, oh, Miss Lost. Uh, but my my favorite game to want to forget was that Hawaii versus Boise State game. It's like Hawaii, why did you even play? You even, when you're down fifty-two to nothing after the first half, it's clearly that you were outclassed. Oh, that reminds me of some of my high school scores. <laughs> I mean, literally, you. That's just don't even show up. They they didn't show up. I mean, in their mortal words, in their mortal words of school school days, by halftime they were just looking at the cheerleaders. (laughs) Uh, That's not a bad thing to do in Hawaii. (laughs) Well, well, they were in Boise though. The game was in Boise. Oh, that's no good. Oh, right. no. Oh, no. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. That, that's terrible. At least, if you're going to get your ass kicked like that, at least be in Hawaii where you can look around and see the scenery, you know? There's no talent in Boise. You can at least feel good about it. Yeah, nice. Oh, wow. back. Zipping back to the NFL just for a quick second. So I put the statement out there. If the Bears should go get Tim Tebow as the backup QB, the response in favor of Tebow is unreal. It's absolutely hilarious. So if anybody out there is listening to us live, listening to our podcast, somebody, anybody, like some players, get the, get the bat signal out, Tim Tebow, you need to call John Fox. No! Apparently. No. No. John Fox <laughs> don't even want Tim Tebow. John Fox would quit. Be like, I did this before. Yeah, because what you're yeah, doing now. If you're gonna do that, call working. Terrell Owens and and Randy Moss and just bring the entire circus to town. Then why not? Right. I mean, well, if you're gonna but, do it. But Terrell Owens oh, is trying to go back, though. Terrell Owens is trying to go back. He is. <laughs> yeah, Terrell Owens. I'm sorry. I'm like, so has I'm so is so Randy Moss. So. But yeah, see, they're not gonna get Randy Moss. They're gonna go get the seat, Randy Moss. They gonna go get the seat, Randy Moss. Oh, he, he not. You can't he get the fruity munch off the top shelf. You can't do that. Right? Can't get the fruity munch <laughs> off the top shelf. Can't do that to a brother. That's not right. The seat, Randy Moss. Can't get the fruity munch off the top shelf. Oh yeah, I. Oh. Although petite Randy Moss oh. would fit perfectly on the Bears right now. Oh, oh man. they can't get he anything still, off the top shelf. He still shelf be taller than. He still be taller than most uh, most of the Bears receivers from a few years ago. Devin Hester's looking up at uh, Randy. Randy Moss. 
Yeah. Well, right about now, they put the Fruity Munch on the field, and the Bears can't get it. So whoever goes to get the Fruity Munch for the Bears, but see, it, please but call see, that's not That would be – I'm not going to say that. I believe with, with Jay Cutler, they can get the Fruity Munch. With Jimmy Clausen, he can't find the Fruity Munch. here's my issue. Jay Cutler's not healthy. He's exactly. coming back because he I, just no, can't let Clausen do that rest for another, another week. week. I, I said it. He ain't got nobody to throw to right now. Alshon Jeffrey's not walking through that door. And Eddie Royal hasn't figured out that he's supposed to be playing football. Kevin White has not suited up all season. Jay Cutler doesn't have anybody to throw to. That's why I wish he would rest another week. Well, but you can't put that that Jimmy Clausen product out on the field again. You can't do that. 60, he threw for no, 60 yards in a game. You can't. You I don't do understand that. why That's... they ever put that Jimmy Clausen product on the field. He never should have even know. been signed. Well, they don't I don't know. Maybe, maybe David Fales is that bad. I'm David Fales is not that bad. Oh, wow. And y'all don't want to conceive him. David Fales... Oh, now it's a, they intercepted. Now it's a fumble. Uh oh. Okay. My, the like Jets are really trying there. to give Miami a chance. The Jets are trying to give Miami a chance. That's the circus of the, the game year. That will never end. <laughs> right, circus <Surf, laughs> <Deso> football. <laughs> Nobody knows oh. what's going on, but there are a lot of clowns on the field. <laughs> Because this should have been over and done with. The name Tris Ivory. So we have four minutes left on the show. So would you guys like sure. for Dre to take us out? Sure. Well, guys, it's been a pleasure uh, being on the show. I'm glad I got to hang out with you guys a little bit this Sunday morning. Uh, listen to our show on the Blog Talk Radio Network in much less detail. The podcast, we predict every game every week against the point spread and straight up. Uh, and we just had our show last night where I am proud to say that I picked the Jets and Jason picked the Dolphins, so my Sunday is off to a rip-roaring start. <laughs> <laughs> Provided they hold on to the three. Now, my question is, Andre, are they covering the spread? Oh, yeah, this was just uh, Jets were one-and-a-half-point favorites. It was pretty even. So, they, as oh, long okay. as they don't win by one, I'm, I'm golden. Oh, so, in other words, this was almost a straight-up pick'em game regardless. Right, exactly. And I, and I figured the Dolphins are going to put forward this effort because I think they're going to get their coach fired. I don't think they're going to let him back on the plane and come back to America. They're just going to leave him over in England. Oh, my God. <laughs> he, was always, he was always a horrible coach to me. He was always a horrible coach to me. Uh, you not that come I, back here. <laughs> not, not that I ever condoned uh, domestic violence, but I stopped liking him the moment he cut Chad Johnson. Oh, that's another one of those crazy guys that brings the circus to town every time he comes on the field. And, and, sometimes, and every time, sometimes you gotta have them. every time they leave. But some of those circus players town, actually produce. Some of those circus players produce. That's what I'm saying. <laughs> <laughs> okay. I guess. T.O. produces. 
<laughs> he's a cancer in the locker room. I wouldn't call Chad Johnson a cancer in the locker room. He produces. Well, he did. Randy Moss. He was a distraction. Keep Randy Moss. Another cancer in the locker room. You gonna throw Warren Sapp in there next? Like, what are you? All of these people were were producers, but they were still cancers to their team. And Warren Sapp was not a cancer. Warren Sapp was not a cancer. That's how come he that was on all those different teams because they wanted to keep him. Well, Warren Sapp was. Throwing a temper tantrum because they they he no longer had Tony Dungy as his coach. That's what it. That's why he was mad. Like, I'm quite sure if they trade you to another team, Tony Dungy wasn't going to be your coach. Right. That he is he true. was he was mad ever since Tony Dungy left. He took a Super Bowl. So you disrupted his team. So you so you so you <laughs> no, do I that. Didn't, I didn't say that's what you do. Are you I didn't say that was an excuse. Okay. Oh gosh, wait a minute. Maybe it wasn't an intercept. I mean, a fumble, but they didn't. Uh, they didn't catch it. So, wow. So we are down. down. Oh no, they did catch it. Seconds. They did catch it. It was not a fumble. So we are we down have to 15 15 seconds. seconds. And we have been giving you the play-by-play of the Jets <laughs> and the Dolphins. I'm sorry. I'm just enjoying that there's football on television this early in the morning. All right, so Michael and Bernard, do you want to go ahead and close us out so we can get ready for some football at the 1 p.m. Eastern or 12 noon Central start? Just catch us on all of the different social medias, and don't forget to look for the hashtag FFRR for Football Fan Rush Radio. And never forget to download the podcast on the different media outlets, including TuneIn, Radio App, and Apple Podcast App, and RSS Radio, and also, for obvious reasons, blogtalkradio.com slash footballfanrushradio. Y'all have a great football Sunday. We'll talk to you next week. Are you ready?